Hello, Raven. <laughs> we stared at <laughs> listeners. We stared at each other I, for a solid five seconds. Oh, for sure. Trying to figure out. I don't know what you were thinking. I'm just like, this is a fun bit that you're not going to include. Um, but hello, listeners. Um, welcome back to Musicals. Um, with Raven and Campbell. Indeed. Campbell and Raven. Um, jam and bread. Bread and jam. Uh, <laughs> go back Barbie. to one of our most popular episodes. It's a Barbie great episode. It's a great musical. I like, because we can see, like, I, it's not like public information, like how many episodes have downloads and stuff, but it's like top three. Yeah. I think. This is hilarious um, too. It's so funny and we are so unhinged. Oh it's my gosh. like very us. I have that in from Justin to Kelly. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, but anyway, happy 20th episode, Raven. Happy 20th episode. As in, like, episode 20, technically we have some special blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> Shut your mouth. Yeah. No one cares. <laughs> yeah. This is our um, podcast we and we say it's episode 20. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the title says. So it has to be true. Um, 20 episodes. That's pretty neat. How right? are you feeling about it, Raven? I'm feeling pretty great. Um, I think it's really cool how how far this has come, you know, like how many downloads we've gotten, how many people like listen and legitimately, uh, seemingly legitimately enjoy, um, yeah. this, this like show. People, people, not our friends and family have like reached out to me. Yeah. Which That's is fun. so cool. Cause like, you know, I obviously I was hoping that like at the very least, like our friends and people we asked to listen to it, like would enjoy it. But the fact that like it's been found and discovered and shit because like a lot of my friends have also like actively told me like oh yeah i've also introduced other people to it or like i've told other people to listen to it as well and it's just like i don't know it just makes me really happy yeah um instead of what music we've been listening to because spoiler we also recorded a new episode (laughs) yesterday that'll come out in like july or something yeah something like that um raven do you have any music recommendations for me Ooh. Music recommendations. Let me pull up my I didn't little... tell Raven I was gonna ask this. I told her I was gonna ask her a question. <laughs> Let me pull up my little Spotify here. I'm doing the same. Okay, so one I highly recommend the Jonas Brothers like new albums. So I used to like so didn't like, that start with like isn't like sucker like a yes, new song? Yeah, like sucker. Um so Jonas like Brothers. I need um lonely is a really good one um also cool uh so like when when like old jonas brothers i like generally enjoyed but i was never like a huge like jonas fan um but their like newer music since they've like you know reunited i guess as a group has been so so good um also i mean this is a little i I guess some people would consider it old at this point um but Ed Sheeran, like his collaboration album that he did with like a bunch of different artists. Um, so it's like a bunch of singles basically that he put together and it's called like number six collaborations project. Every single song on that album is amazing. And not necessarily like all like, oh, like every song is a banger, but like every song is like art. Like, it's so good. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's really cool because he collaborates with all these different artists. Um, so, like, Khalid, Camila Cabayo, Chance the Rapper, Justin Bieber, etc. Um, and they're all... It's, like, for every single song, you see both artists' contribution to it. Like, the Khalid song is, like, 
it's like they're all Ed Sheeran songs, but they're all also the other artist songs. Like the the song he does with Khalid is like it is distinctly a Khalid song, but also an Ed Sheeran song, and it's distinctly different from like the song he does with Justin Bieber, and distinctly different from the song mm-hmm. he does with Stormzy. And it's kind of like he like he does it with a bunch of artists from different musical genres and backgrounds um and so all of them have their complete different style but he still puts his own mark on it too and it's i i think the entire album is just true art nice yeah do you have any recommendations for me i do um (laughs) i might have told you this already i hope not because i really want you to watch this show um but there's this anime on netflix that you have to watch i did tell you about this is it uh you should listen carolyn tuesday Mm -hmm. and it's by the same like people as uh cowboy bebop and Mm -hmm. samurai shampoo two of my favorites um but this one is not like action or anything like that it's very slice of life it's about these two 17 year old girls who like want to just like share their music with the world yeah um they like meet and it's very like stars align kind of thing um but it's all in japanese but the singing is all in english okay that's really cool um except for i think one of the characters sings in french and it's beautiful but the the carol and tuesday's voice actors are nye bricks and selenia ann just look up their music they are it's like some of the songs um i've been doing like uh like 2 p.m t most days if i'm not like in lab Mm-hmm. Um, just to like, you know, inject myself with some serotonin, <laughs> some of their music. I'm like, this is the perfect atmosphere, yeah. um, environment. I want to be relaxing, things like that. Yeah. And then other songs are just so emotional and powerful. That would be my recommendation for you, Raven. Sweet. Campbell. Yes. Would you like to tell our listeners, uh, what we'll be drinking for this episode? I would love to. So episode 10 our first happy hour special, Raven gave us her own signature cocktail. Mm-hmm. So I loved it. It is my turn. <laughs> um, and I, I don't know, I was like thinking about what to, what would like represent me a lot. Um, and I was like struggling between something like beer based um, or something like tea based. Mm-hmm. So. And this one is like the best combination. Yeah, so I decided to go tea base. So it's made with cooled Earl Grey tea, uh, lime juice, uh, white rum. I definitely wanted rum in there. Um, and a uh, lemon rosemary simple syrup because I just love those flavors. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like, you know, different quantities of that. Shake it up. Pour in a pint glass. Um, it looks like a beer. <laughs> it, looks, it looks like an amber ale in, in my... Yeah, and so it's so this cool. Is, this has been deemed the fancy Campbell, so... Um, Raven hasn't tried it yet, so we're gonna cheers. 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 That is so good. One. Thank you. It doesn't taste like it has alcohol in it at all. It's so fucking refreshing. And it's like, it literally just tastes like a sweet tea. Yeah. Like, oh, ooh, that is, ooh. It's nice and herbal, citrusy, especially with the bergamot, um, and the Earl Grey. And it's very light and, like, cooling. Um, which is especially nice after yesterday's, uh, drink, because yeah. it was real heavy. Yeah. Which was, uh, milk-based. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, it's the opposite of that drink. <laughs> um, I love this drink so much, and I do think it's, like, representative of Yeah. Me. I like it. Um, so, along with my other joys and passions and interests in life, 
Uh, Raven <laughs> and I thought it would be fun that this episode, the first Happy Hour special, if you haven't listened to it, please do. Um, we kind of talk about our musical journeys. But now we thought it would be fun if we played a game. So Raven and I have <laughs> come up with, for each other, um, trivia questions about our like released podcast episodes yeah. thus far. Um, Mine leaned yeah, heavily I, towards the early stuff, because uh, I like kind of forgot I try what to all pick, episodes... I try to pick from like most, like... All this stuff. And that was what I, like, set out to do, but then, like, I just knew the most, I guess, about the early episodes, and I, honestly, some of the later ones, like, I, for- I forgot that we had actually released Singing in the Rain and Music Man, because after a while, they kind of blur together for me, of, like, which ones I'm editing, which ones have actually been released, so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I will get us started. Okay. Um, I'm question nervous. one, and I also have, like, fun titles for my questions. Of course and you do, you're so not, extra. So. <laughs> okay, so this first question should be an easy question because I've we've talked about this for years. Okay, this question is called Jack of All Trades, Master of Fun. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh Raven, wait, is it going to be which what instruments do you play? Name seven instruments. At some point, I knew how to play. Name seven. At some point, you knew how to play. Okay, so ukulele, clarinet, yes, yes. um, trombone, um. <laughs> I feel like snare drum for some reason. I'll, um, I'll have like fingers for how many guesses you've had. Yeah. How many instruments you've named. Um, I always forget which one it is, but I'm, I'm going to say bassoon. Um, I forget whether it's bassoon or oboe. Um, oh shoot. I'm a terrible friend. Um, guess two more. I'm trying to think of like other. Do multiple types of the same instrument count? I'm not. I'm not counting that. Okay. Um. I think. So, like, I think technically. I, okay. Guess one more. And tech. Like technically, I've I played the bass clarinet for a while. I counted that with clarinet. Yeah. Yeah. I figured. Um. Oh, piano. Okay. Are those your seven? Yes. I think two okay. of them are incorrect. Correct. Two of them are incorrect. Um. I do play the clarinet, piano, bassoon, good job. Oh. I've only, like, told you a million times. <laughs> Ukulele, trombone, raven. What did you get me for my birthday this year? Oh, well, I didn't count trumpet because, like, you just got oh, it. Oh, I've been like... playing it. Oh, but oh. I know how to play it. Okay, okay. I-, I guess I was thinking, like, in the past. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Um, and then, this one you were never going to guess, um, but I played the mellophone. Which is like a French horn version yeah. of the trumpet for Mark. I, re- I like now that you say that, I remember when yeah. you told me. But yeah, I, that was, the I was not gonna. I was but not gonna get that. Mostly correct. Okay. Okay. Uh, mine is also. You thought that would be easy for me. Uh, it should have been. I'm not. Bad, I'm not a good friend. Um, my first one is also going to be very easy for you. Okay. In Barbie and Diamond Castle, the mm-hmm. villainous muse Lydia played a particularly unique instrument. What was the instrument's actual name, and what name did we give it? Was the actual name a flute, and we called it a tuba? Yes. Okay. Because it's objectively not a flute. That's a good question. Yeah, I, like, I was pretty sure, I wasn't sure if it was, it wasn't going to be recorder, because I think that's what, whatever, the new muse. Yeah. um, Yeah, she had a freaking recorder. Like, what is that? I mean, uh, she was, like, amusing training, which, uh, like, so that, like, kind of made sense. Um, okay, that's a good one. 
Okay, this next one is called That One Scary Doctor Who Episode. Oh, yikes. How many times did King George III blink, blink, oh my God. <laughs> uh, while singing in Hamilton? I want to say... I'm pretty like three times. I'm pretty sure it was in total across all three. It was six or fewer times. I think. Is that your final answer? Mm. I had to like I re-listened to our podcast episode and I went back to watching Hamilton to yeah. make sure I like had these. I think it, some, I think like, it's it six. could have been blinks. So it could have been yeah. Yeah, I think it's six. Um, it, incorrect. Um, the first song he blinked four, maybe four and a half times. Mm-hmm. The second song, zero times. Yeah. The third song, like three and a half to four times. Oh, okay. I thought it was. I thought it was four and then two. Okay. All right. So anywhere between like seven and a half and nine and a half, like seven to nine times. Gotcha. Gotcha. Still amazing. Like still insane. Um, yeah. Okay. Second question. Our drink for the Chicago episode was called a Southside which is named for the south side of Chicago, where it was popularized by which famous crime boss? Al Capone. Correct. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, a, that's a fun question. That's a good question. Okay, this next question is a little different. It's called, I know that voice. So there's going to be like three different sub questions. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give you a fictional character. Okay. I don't need who voiced the character... But who shared, what character did we cover that shares that same voice? For example. Okay. If I said Tiana, obviously we we know who that was. But the answer I'm looking for is Kaya. From 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 Justin Kelly. Oh, wow. This is going to be tough. Okay. The first one's easy. Okay. Rochelle. Okay. Oh, okay. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it. Um, so... Low Shop of Horrors, and one of the uh, three, like, I forget what they were actually called, but yeah. Muses to Our Lives. Yeah. <laughs> Do you, that is correct. Can, could you give me She's the one that's not Tisha Campbell and the one that's not the <laughs> other <Shelby>. one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but, like, what? what is the character's name? They had names? Yeah, they had names. It starts with a C. Oh, was it like Clarice or something? It was Crystal. Oh, I was not going to get that. Okay, gotcha. Um, I have two more of these. Okay. Um, Frasier. Oh, Frasier. Ooh, that's funny because I also have a I also have a question about him. Um, Frasier uh, is played by Kelsey Grammer, who uh-huh. voiced Vladimir in Anastasia. Correct. Yeah. Okay, and the last one. Hercules singing voice. Oh, this one's so Campbell. Okay, I remember you mentioning. This is definitely one of the harder questions. I remember you and mentioning. And I can I can give you a hint uh, for the musical if you like need that. I will. I think once I know the musical, I can get it. But I will need a hint. Mm-hmm. Okay, the hint is gay. Okay. Okay. So the producers. <laughs> yeah, correct. Was was it the the guy who answered the door when they went to the director's mansion? Are you talking about like his like assistant? Yeah. 
Yeah. It <sighs> it's Roger Bart who voices the character Carmen in The Producers. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so that was, I know that voice. That was that was a really creative question. I thought it was fun. That was really cool. All right, your turn. Okay. Um, while we disagree on the podcast quite often, there's one musical that we still disagree on how it ended and what the ending meant. What musical okay. was it, and what were our two opposing theories? Okay, um, it was Hamilton, um, and our, our we disagreed um, how or if Alexander Hamilton gave away a shot. I think you, did you, well, I thought he gave away a shot by participating in the duel. You, did you think he, I'm trying to think, I should have listened to this, um, <laughs> This is a good question. Um, it's either... I See, I can't remember if you thought he gave away his shot or he didn't. I would say if you did think he gave away his shot, it was when he pointed the gun up. But I thought it was participating in the duel. Valid answer. Not the one we were looking for. Um, okay, so gotcha. technically that answer is correct. Um, the answer I was looking for was Sweeney Todd... At the end, oh. I thought the boy killed him. You thought he killed himself. Oh, I completely forgot about yeah. that. Well, I forgot about the Hamilton thing, so. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> Was out. that what you thought for Hamilton? Yes, yes, that is what I thought. Okay, cool, cool, yeah. cool, cool. Um, okay, I get half a point, yeah. I would say. I think that's fair. <laughs> it's your question. Um, okay, <laughs> this question is called, I'll have what she's having. Um, what was the drink for? Yeah, thanks. Um, what was the drink for Dr. Horrible's sing-along blog, and how do you make it? Oh, Jesus. Okay. Um, we didn't do the freeze ray, because it required, like, creme de menthe, and we were like, that's disgusting. Um, yeah. It was, like, Captain Hammer something? I remember it had root beer. But... It's, sim- it's simpler than that. Oh, the, the hammer. hammer. Yeah. 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 Okay, so it's the hammer... Oh, I remember it had root beer. Mm-hmm. I think spiced rum like Captain Morgan. Mm-hmm. And... I'll tell you right now, it has two additional things. You're correct so far. I feel like... Mm, no. I honestly, I don't know. Okay, so you give up? Yes. Okay, the hammer. It's one ounce spiced rum, one ounce Canadian whiskey... One ounce peach schnapps topped with root beer, or I substituted, I don't like root beer, yeah. I substituted with ginger beer for, uh, then what was that drink named? Oh, shoot. Oh, ooh, ooh, it wasn't uh, the, the, the tool. It was the tool. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah okay, because I knew, I was trying to think of what you, that's funny that it was Canadian whiskey, because when I said rum, I was like, was it rum or was it Canadian whiskey? It was both. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and then, and then I was thinking Cointreau, but I was like, but I wouldn't put Cointreau in that drink. It was peach knobs. Okay. Okay. Um, you were doing much better than I am. Um, okay. What was, I'm and keep this, this is now going to be easy for you. Um, what was the first 30 Rock episode reference we ever made on the podcast? Uh, oh, oh, I guess it was Kelsey Grammer um, in the Best Friends Club <laughs> uh, with uh, Jenna and um kenneth and what were they doing in that episode they okay because there was two best friend clubs i thought one of the oh the first one they were scamming the um cake place ice cream cake it was place. ice cream cakes yeah 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's getting free cakes. Yeah. And that's what the reference was because we brought up that Kelsey Grammer voice, Vladimir. And I was like, and this is this, and we were like, this was our, our favorite role of him was him playing himself where he was also yeah. a con artist. Yeah. 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 Um, it's really funny you had a 30 Rock question, because I also have a 30 Rock question. Ooh. Um, she doesn't even go here. <laughs> what music and theater institution did Jenna Maroney attend? Oh, shit. I'll give you a hint. It's in Florida. I, yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, something in Florida. Um... You're going to hate yourself when I like tell you. It's so funny. <laughs> Does it have the word gator or alligator in it? No, but it does have Royal in it. <laughs> was it like the Royal Music Academy or something like that? Um, it's close to that. It is the Royal Tampa Academy of Dramatic Tricks. <laughs> that's she right. also studied voice at Northwestern. That's where she met Liz. Um, but she studied game show pointing and theater <laughs> superstition. But she also majored in portraying prom queens and murdered runaways. <laughs> Oh, that show is amazing. When I say acting at the Royal Tampa Academy of Dramatic Tricks. <laughs> okay. In the Christmas special, how did I define the societal structure of the North Pole Village? A nepotist... Uh, uh, nepo I, I know what it is. I can't say it. <laughs> Nepotistic aristocracy? Yes. This I was worried next, that mine would be a lot easier than yours, and it seems they are. <laughs> um, my next question is also about that episode, okay. that's, that's fun. It's called Bootleg Merch. Um, <laughs> can you name five misfit toys and why they were misfits? Okay, so there's the doll, who was a misfit because she didn't have a nose. There was the mm -hmm. train, who was a misfit because he had square wheels instead of round ones. Um, there was a... On his caboose. On his caboose, yeah. There was a Jack in the Box who was a misfit because his name wasn't Jack. What was his name? Was it like Charles or something? It was Charlie. Charlie, okay. Okay, can you give me two more? Um, There was an elephant who was a misfit because I think it had like spots or something. Like it had like polka dots. Um, Correct. <laughs> give me one more. Wild. And then... There was a boat that was a misfit because it, like, couldn't float or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the other ones Wild. were a cowboy who rides an ostrich. Oh, that's right. A water pistol that squirts jelly, an airplane that can't fly, a winged bear and a wind-up mouse, and a set of nesting, like, Yeah, nesting dolls. dolls, yeah. Here's my thing, and I know we talked about this in that episode, but half of those are just mishandling of the toy. Like, the yeah. train just change out the wheels. An elephant can have spots the like the doll she doesn't need nose but just give her a the nose water pistol that squirts jelly just fill it with water it doesn't create jelly <laughs> if that is someone the case, filled it, it with it. jelly <laughs> yeah exactly oh um, my gosh yeah. wild um okay this one i think might be hard for you um okay. while discussing the background for the film grease I mentioned that in the original concept for the film, Danny was supposed to be a busboy and gas station attendant. In this film version, what was his big musical number? Instead of Grease Lightning. Was it a number they still had in it? No. Oh, fuck. I, yeah, I'm not going to get this. It's not Grease Lightning. Um, 
I'll give you a hint. It had to do with what his occupation would have been, which is busboy and gas station attendant. Oil slick blues. No, but that's amazing. It was gas pump jockey. Gas pump jockey. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Oil slick blues, though. I I want to hear that song. We You wouldn't have gotten it from Greece, let me tell you. <laughs> Just kidding. I loved the music in Greece. Movie as a oh, whole. Song's oh, great, man. yeah. Okay, this next one's fun. It's called Not Too Sharp. Um, so we argued that you missed the second uh, D-sharp at the end of Measure 20 in the Chicago episode by playing Funny Honey. I said you missed it. You said you didn't. Who was correct, Raven, when you went back and edited it? You. Correct. <laughs> that's just petty. <laughs> that, when I was thinking of trivia questions, that's the first one I thought of. Of course it was. And so I had to go back listen. I was like, exactly where was the second D-sharp? So yeah, I was right. And oh she gosh. got real mad at me. <laughs> Fine. Um, this one's also kind of... Mm, no. In the Sweeney Todd episode, I explained mm. that I could especially relate to the emotion Todd espouses in the song My Friends. What feeling did I compare it to? Uh, holding your bow, uh, like, for your violin. Yeah. It was yeah. like when I first... Uh, what did I equate it to? Because I said something stupid right after. You did. <laughs> It was... I think it's so funny I remember this. Oh, I don't remember. Uh, it was, I was like a really good sandwich. Like a good vegetable panini. <laughs> of course it was. Just I knew shit. it was something not musical in the slightest. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, this next one's called What's Wrong With You? Excuse um, you. What horrible thing did the main characters in Singing in the Rain do at around 2 a.m.? Oh, drink milk. <laughs> who does that <laughs> I'm still upset by that <laughs> correct okay um, in the Barbie and the Diamond Castle episode when we kept repeating so there were three muses what uh, was the scene we were trying and failing to describe <laughs> um, it was was it when little, little, little crystal girl <laughs> um, was like explaining to Barbie and friends like what happened with like the music is like why she's there um yeah like what the diamond yeah. castle is and like who like yeah. basically like the premise of the entire how, universe. how like music comes from the world and yeah. stuff like that all yeah. those diamonds inside was that it yeah yeah okay nice this next one dance like no one's watching how do you do the time warp It's a jump to the left. Yeah. I have four and steps. A, it's a jump to the left, a step to the right. Yep. There's a twist motion in there. And... As in, I'm saying, what were the instructions for from the lyrics? Yeah. Do not remember. Um, I'm trying to remember what the moves were. And a step to the right... I feel like there was a twist and a hop, but I don't remember what the actual lyrics were. Okay. Um, you're half right. Um, then step to the right with your hands on your hip. Bring your knees in tight. Oh. And then it's the pelvic thrust. The pelvic thrust. That's actually the main part of it. I can't believe I didn't get that. Let's see the time warp again. I sent a video of a Tenacious D singing that, right? Recently. Like, no. within this past year. Also, in my defense, I, I don't like Rocky Horror Picture Show. 
Yeah. So. I, I, I didn't think you were going to get it. Yeah. Um, okay, you'll probably get this one. How many layers are there in the Voyager booze, and what are they each comprised of? Okay, so it's uh, grenadine. Mm-hmm. Then it's uh, simple syrup and orange curacao. And then it's um, pineapple juice and peach schnapps. And then it's Midori and vodka, but more Midori than vodka. And then it's blue curacao and vodka, more vodka than blue curacao. Correct. So it's five total. I, I tried to get because I it, like had to work. It, <laughs> I had to really focus. <laughs> to make that. I tried to get purple in there, but I physically couldn't fit it in the glass. Yeah, you're trying to like with brandy. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't um, working. That would have been too much. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> or we just need a bigger glass. Um, okay, here's my last question. Not the best, but it is the worst. <laughs> Can you tell me what my top rated and worst rated musicals we have done so far? Okay. Top rated. <sighs> top rated. So like, like, is there a number of each or just the top and the lowest? Just top and lowest. Um, so I believe, okay, so I know you rated. Like, and it's ones, ones we have published. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you really like Little Shop of Horrors, but I don't think you rated your highest. I think you were just like, this is my movie. But I think yeah. you were like, it's not the best movie. I think your top rated one was Chicago. Um, and then your lowest rated one. This is I, I one to struggle with. I assume it was either Cats or from Justin to Kelly. But I truly, I'm, I'm gonna go with from Justin to Kelly. Correct. My top is Chicago, and my bottom was from Justin to Kelly. Even though I had so much fun watching that movie, yeah. Objectively, it is the worst musical we've seen. Oh, for sure. Like no yeah. doubt, no doubt in my mind. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. And last question. I'm amazed that we didn't ask each other the same question. Right. Okay. Which musical had a songwriting credit listed for an individual? Who is in no way a songwriter. It's from Justin Kelly and it was, um, what was his name? Like Gregory Sith? Greg Sith, yeah. Greg um, Sith. He, if I remember correctly, he's a producer, director, actor, and like screenwriter. Yeah. No musical, no musical talent. Yeah. <laughs> As and what was, was showed. In, what was his name in from Justin and Kelly? Because he was one of the. He was, he was one of the douchey guys. He was possibly. the, uh, he was the main, like, Brad or something like that. Yes. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. It's, um, yeah, is it B and J Productions? I think so. He would be B. Yeah. Is it Brad? It's it's a douchey name like Brad. I don't Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yours were hard. I thought you were going to ask me about composers, and I was not prepared for it. I was drunk by that point. The so I did consider asking you a composer question, but it would have been like, um, because I think there have been three composers we've covered who have done who were the composer for multiple musicals we've done. Um, and so it would have been, and it would have been like Randy Newman, Andrew Lloyd Webber, and I think like Stephen Sondheim. So it would have been easy. Oh, okay. Yeah. That, but that's what I would have done. That was done. fun. That was yeah. fun. I had fun coming up with those questions. Right? Because it, it made me like really kind of go back. It was kind of nostalgic because it really made me like go mm-hmm. back and like really think about like the episodes and stuff. Yeah. That's why I wanted to do this. Um, cheers. Cheers. But now, uh, Raven and I have, um, just incredible news. Um, so we have 
don't know. Again, thank you all for listening, supporting, sharing our podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. Greatly appreciate it. We, like, as we say a billion times, we never imagine people to, like, actually listen to this other than my mother. Yeah, right. Y'all have. Thanks again, Miss McCauley. Yeah, yeah, thanks. thanks, Mom. <laughs> um, you're the best, Kelly. Um, and, like, I don't know, the friends we've had as guests, the friends that we have planned and you just haven't heard yet. Um, thank you so much about, like, being a part of this. Yeah. Um, we've gotten to the point where, like, we are getting asked a lot how how you could best support this podcast moving forward mm-hmm. um now that we're getting you know a growing base i would say mm-hmm. um that's what the numbers are saying <laughs> um and like raven and i have done a lot of thinking a lot of talking about this where we want the podcast to go um what we want it to be for us because yeah. that's how this started for something just for raven and i um and we have decided we don't want your money <laughs> we don't need your money and we would prefer that it goes somewhere that actually does need it. So with that, we are happy to announce... Uh, this is just so cool we're doing this. Right. <laughs> um, we are partnering with a music education nonprofit, Education Through Music. Yeah. Um, Who's a really cool organization that works with like underprivileged students who might not have access to music education um either because specifically like music teachers like on yes staff. yeah but like but there are a lot of schools depending on their district um and depending on mm-hmm. their funding that either can only afford to have a music teacher on staff part-time or don't have a music teacher on staff at all um and so and like i was gonna say in thinking about that like um when uh like we met with them talked to, to them about what they're about um like just learning more about them um raven and i both thought that, like, the roles, like, music teachers in our lives mm-hmm. have played for us. Um, we wanted to, and, like, I would not, I would, I would be a completely different person yeah. if I didn't have, like, the music teachers I had. Exactly. And um, I believe, Campbell, like, we touched on this in our first Happy Hour special about, uh, when we talked about our musical journeys and, and what our musical education, um, like, progress and process has been like throughout our lives um and and just talking about the amazing and incomparable impact that musical education can have on a young child um both like from like scientifically it does actively affect um that child's learning ability their development it affects um even the way their brain like builds connections and learns to understand and recognize patterns. Um, but also just from a social impact, you know, just like emotional well being. Emotional well being, <laughs> mental health, like music is such an amazing tool and like it's it's such an amazing thing for for everyone to learn and to be able to contribute even in some small way to children getting that access that would otherwise maybe not have it um is Honestly, like, it's an honor. Yeah. And so Education Through Music, they're based in uh, New York. Um, The need that they have, um, 55% of their city schools do not have full-time certified music teachers on staff. Mm -hmm. Um, 20 of these schools are in low-income areas um, that have reported decreased um, arts funding in the last few years. Um, In low-income areas, they're twice as likely to have zero classrooms at all dedicated to music education. Yeah. Um, but it's like, as Raven was saying, it's like good music education, um, has been linked with like 
performing better in other subjects. We've talked about we're both in the STEM fields. Yeah. And something we always see in our classes in like undergrad and like high school and stuff like that, that so many people in the STEM fields have music backgrounds. Absolutely. There's yeah. a reason for that. Um, in the last 30 years, um, they have provided music education, like long-term education. When mm -hmm. education through music is at a school, it's not that they're just at like one class or one grade. The entire school. Every student getting, at that institution. Every student at that school is getting quality music education. Yeah. Music education that they're trying to make more equitable. Um, something that um, needs to be done with a lot of like early, early like elementary school, mm -hmm. middle school education is the decolonization of music education. And these are the things they're committed to bring to these students. They've provided uh, over seven, seven and a half million hours of music education to students in New York. So how can you support us as a podcast? Um, you can support organizations like Education Through Music who have given Raven and I lifelong passions and escapes. Yes. And... I, I mean, we, we have a lot of junk nonsense on this show, but whenever <laughs> I like, I feel, when I listen back to it and I hear us talking about like, you know, different music experiences, like, uh, if a song like Anna really hits us good, you can just, I feel, I feel the passion from us yeah. of how intrinsic music is to our identities and our well-being and our successes and everything we do. And I, and I think music has the ability, and this, I mean, obviously this is not just coming from me, like I think we as humanity understand that music has the ability to bring people together, it has the ability to express feelings that sometimes can't be expressed in words, it has an incredible ability for incredible potential for self-expression um and and that's what i think about like i love on this podcast whenever we're talking about a song or a particular musical piece and we're talking about the specific um theoretical practices like the specific techniques the specific musical motifs and the specific artistic things that are being done in that music that evoke that emotion that evoke that passion because I think these are things that we all inherently feel when we listen to the music, but being able to tap into that and being able to understand it, analyze it, and produce it for yourself is something wholly different. And I think giving anyone that ability and that outlet is absolutely critical. Yeah. yeah. And so with that, um, whenever you feel like, oh, I want to support this podcast and what they do. Um, donate to education through music. Yes. Um, you can do so. <laughs> um, and this is the part I'm really excited about. You can go to uh, give.etmonline.org backslash boozicals. Yes. Doesn't that sound so fucking official? We have our And I'm trying not to cuss own... a lot because they're like such a great organization. <laughs> they're such an amazing and, organization, yeah. And I just like, I, <laughs> I want to do y'all proud. Um, so yeah, you can go you can go there. Um, we have our own Boozicals and ETM fundraising page. Um, the, the goal we have for this is $3,000. However, this is not something we want to, we will not stop after $3,000. Oh, absolutely this not. Is, a lot of podcasts have like Patreons, things like that. If you want to support us, go to this link and yes. support this organization. Our page is so beautiful. Um, Boozicals and, and ETM. Join Raven and Campbell as they explore the good, the bad, and the ugly in the musical world while raising mu money for music education. That's all I want in life. That's, that's, that's all, that's I, all want. I want. Uh, like, 
uh, yeah, so you can donate now. You can donate any amount. Or there's, like, pre-filled out, I guess, is a way to call it. Yeah. Um, donations that you can do um, for $18, uh, one cocktail. Um, $18 will help pay for a student to receive music education for one month. Uh, $36 or two movie musical tickets will help pay for a student to receive music education for two months. $75, uh, one ticket to off-Broadway. Your $75 uh, donation will help pay for a student to receive music education for over four months. And then $180, if you can afford that, one ticket to Broadway will help pay for music education for a student for a year. Um, and again, like, cannot stress how invaluable that music education can be to a young child. So you're, if you're able to donate, say you got paid and be like, oh, maybe there's this random thing on Etsy I want to buy. And you're like, oh, I already have too many things. Even if it's like $5 or $1, um, because times are hard right now. This is like the worst year it's been for a lot of people. Absolutely. Doing this podcast and what we're doing with this has been what truly has saved us. Um, so if you're able to, if you can help contribute to this good cause, please do. Uh, Raven and I um, have pledged as Boozicals that we will start us all off with a donation of $500. Yeah. So we hope to see us reach our $3,000 goal um, and far exceed that as the months go on in the future. Um, I'm just so excited. Yeah. Yeah. And I, Can you I believe I'm, this, Raven. I'm in so excited about this. And I also just want to um, give a really big thank you. I mean, we've already met with them in person and thanked them, but I really want well, to... Well, not in person. Well, Virtually. Yeah. But... We had a meeting. We, we Google met. <laughs> we, we, used, um, we used Google Meets or whatever it's called. Yeah. That was a joke. Um, listeners. <laughs> uh, we've already had the chance to kind of sit down and talk to um, a couple of representatives from ETM, but just... Again, want to thank them for one wanting to partner with you know Campbell and I in this endeavor. Um, obviously, like the work that they're doing is so important and so good, and just any contribution we can make to that, um, I think is is worth the work for that. So, um, as Campbell has said many times at this point, and cannot be reiterated enough, um, please, if you have anything you can spare um, or want to support you know, young children and music education and honestly just, you know, good emotional, mental, psychological, scientific, educational development um, in our future generations. This is something that is really important for that. Um, so yeah, so, so please uh, donate. And this is all we ask if you're interested in supporting us. Yeah. And so please, please do. Um, we're starting us off strongly. We're, we're really excited to be working with Education Through Music, and we will be for a long time. Um, but some fun Education Through Music, what's going on right now. I know this is near the end of the month, but March is Music in Our School Month. So the National Association for Music Education um, has designated to March as Music in Our Schools Month, um, where they focus of the importance of music in their school. Um, so there is a really funny special music activity calendar filled with like different activities. So today is March 24th, as in day coming out, not day of recording, recording this. Yeah. Um, so yeah, March 24th, um, where you can learn more about how social justice can be explored in the music room. Um, there's really fun activities and really fun learning opportunities. We'll also be uh, including all of Education Through Music's uh, social media, um, 
in our descriptions as well so that and we'll we'll constantly be sharing stuff on our instagram yes. and probably my personal twitter because there's nothing good i use that for anyway <laughs> if i'm being real honest um but yeah we're real we're just so excited we i don't know we didn't know what to think because we knew after doing this podcast for a while and it was well received by a lot of people and not people just trying to be nice friends and family like legitimately well received that um we could do more with this but mm -hmm. we weren't sure what so um i don't know raven mind's commitment moving forward um is to support organizations like these and we're glad so so glad um that education through music is provide is like helped with this opportunity and this partnership as a really good start of what we really want to do with this podcast mm -hmm. um yeah, so please check out Education Through Music, uh, etmonline.org, for, like, more information. Their social media uh, is in the episode description along with the donation link um, that has our name in it, which is right. wild. So cool. Uh, these donations and what they do and physically providing teachers for these classrooms, even during, like, remote learning during COVID, they're still going strong. Um, this is a great thing to support, so... Couldn't say it better myself. Raven, what are we playing? We are playing. I think I don't know if the name of it is Too Intermezzi. It is. Okay, because I'm a string trio. Because I because we're doing me, number one, not number two. To me, that sounds less like a name and more like a description. Which I guess like like Sonata in C is like technically a name, but it's also just what it is, you know. So mm -hmm. yeah, but we were playing. We were playing. Boss ass bitch is like technically a name, but like it's also it's also so like it's like, <laughs> like if we're really if we're really know, getting down to brass tacks. Um, yeah, <laughs> I just use a brass tacks. I was gonna say pulling thank hairs. Thank you. Um, you mean splitting hairs? Yeah. So I would have been wrong. <laughs> yeah. Can't. Well, we only had a drink and a half. Oh, also, I asked you a question to for that you were unprepared for, and I'm gonna interrupt you while you're doing that. Um. Raven, I want to take this time, I think, when we listen to this podcast, every time, like, you, Raven does the editing, Trevor does the mixing, but Raven does the editing, and I, she has said before, she thinks I am really funny in it, um, and when, every time I listen to the podcast episode for the first time, I call her immediately while she's in the middle of work, but she still picks up and talks to me, um, which is really <laughs> kind. Um, well, I won't tell you work with that. Uh, it's just kidding. They, they, they listen to this. Um, uh, just one, just the points. one coworker. It's fine. No, and you're your boss. You're he has, well, I don't, actually don't know if he's a regular listener. I know he has listened to it. I don't know if he's a regular listener. This will listener. be the test. You're right. <laughs> this, this is your shout out raven's manager or boss or whatever um i recently told my advisor about this so we'll we'll see if he listens to this um i'm so, I'm, I'm sorry if you listen to this I, I promise i promise i only do i only work on this on my like lunch breaks and on saturdays so i i do work i i promise you um where was i going with this oh yes raven yes you don't think you're funny and you're stupid for thinking that. Uh, okay. <laughs> you make me look funny. You take my nonsense and you, it's like your, your, your vision <laughs> of what you include and don't and where you put it and where you cut it off is so good. Oh, thank you. Raven, I want, I want everyone to know, the people that like know you know how funny you are. Um, 
but the only reason why people think I'm whatever amount of funny is because of Raven. And that <laughs> I disagree, though. I think you're funny on your own, you, too. I think you... Oh, I am, but <laughs> for a lot of this podcast, you make me funnier. And editing is a thankless job. Raven's convinced I do more, more work than her for this podcast. <laughs> you spend way more time on this podcast than I do. I, yes, I have more number of tasks, but like these episode descriptions, it takes me maybe like two minutes to write. That's, I just think they're so, but like, uh, that's also like, those are you funny just like too. them. That's true. They're amazing. But Raven, you do so much work for this and I appreciate you and I love you and I think you should be celebrated for it. You Thank should be you. celebrated for my nonsense. <laughs> Thank you. I, I don't know what that. that's a metaphor for, but that's not good. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, social justice and music education, March 24th, y'all. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, okay, so please continue talking about what I asked you to. What are we playing? Tell us a little bit about who wrote it. Okay. Yeah. And I will mute myself so I can't un- interrupt you. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, so we are playing, um, I was looking around for some, like, public domain music, um, which, which can be difficult to find depending on, like, what it is, but I really like, like, old classical music, um, it's, like, literally classical, um, for anyone who doesn't, I I don't know if this matters, but, like, for anyone who doesn't know, like, even when we think about classical music in the broader sense, there's really, like, different eras and different periods of classical music, so it's, like, Baroque, there's actually classical, there's romantic, um, bunch of different eras so i really like like truly like classical music um and also like baroque period music um and so the piece i ended up finding i was looking like in those realms the piece i ended up finding is written by sir charles hubert hastings perry but he's also credited in a lot of places as just hubert perry Mm -hmm. um i i have it for our sheet music and what i've seen a lot when i was like putting this together um c hubert h perry Gotcha. Okay. Schubert Haperi. <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. <laughs> See, sir, that's funny. Uh, sir, indeed. Um, yeah, so he was an English composer um, and music teacher and also a historian of music, which is so incredibly important. And this is something that, like, I don't think people understand the importance of music history and music theory. Um, so this also goes into, like, music education and stuff like that. Um, but music historians are incredibly important in terms of like just in the same way that it's important to preserve other forms like history and art it's also important to preserve like music um and so he has done a lot of work with like um he was one of the first uh contributors to um uh george grove's like dictionary of music and musicians um in the late 1800s um he was also at one point like a professor of composition and musical history um at the Royal College of Music, um, which is all really important. He's also like so his probably what he's like best known for, um, he was the composer for the choral song Jerusalem. Um yeah, so so his his song Jerusalem um was sort of like a musical rendition, um, or at least like used a lot of the words from the story like Milton um, by William Blake um, and actually kind of almost became like a second like national anthem um, for England, like during and after like world war one. Um, so he's written like a lot of symphonies, um, choral preludes, like organ motets, and, like uh, he has pretty extensive um, 
body of work actually uh which is interesting because like i had never really like heard of him before i started like looking into like this particular like i guess like realm of music um because mm-hmm. i was i was familiar much more with like a lot of baroque composers um and less so with like actual classical composers um so it's, it's really <laughs> if it ain't baroque don't don't fix, fix it, it. <laughs> i apologize do not that was amazing this um, is the one i don't apologize for and nope. not for one of the jokes for princess and the frog which hasn't come out yet i did tell my family that joke and they had the same reaction as you and jonathan so i, I it's not funny <laughs> I, I might i might be in the wrong there uh stay tuned for the princess and the frog episode y'all um yeah so actually like after not not only like after he died but actually very recently like, i think like in 2015 um a bunch of his works that were like unpublished like over 70 of his works that were unpublished like just kind of came to light in 2015 after being basically hidden away in his family archive for like decades um so and so so cool and i i honestly think that's a big reason why he's not like he's he he has a name for himself in specifically the world of classical music and classical composition but outside of that like i feel like he's not very well known and that's probably why but i think it's also because i mean from like the little reading I've done for him and it like really connects well with um, our new partner education through music. Um, A lot of critics, I I don't even know critics or analysis of him Mm -hmm. has been like, he would have been like definitely a more prolific composer and artist, but the majority of his time was spent as a music educator. Yes. Yeah, like there's, uh, there were actually multiple places where it's that basically is exactly cited as like, oh yeah, like he would be a lot more well known if he didn't dedicate his entire life and profession to teaching music to children and other people. Like, yeah, yeah, which is also known as adults. <laughs> Correct. AKA, AKA, uh, uh, big boys. <laughs> Big boys and girls. Um, As in boys, B-O-I's. <laughs> in a gender neutral sense. Indeed. Indeed. Um, yes, yeah, so that's a huge feather in his cap. Gender um, is a social construct. I, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think he's incredibly important to the preservation of music history and music knowledge um, and musical education, especially given the time period that he was um, prolific in his work. Yeah. So with that, um, for the um, two intimacy for string trio, um, for two, because, oh, we should have, we could have invited someone to do a trio with us. Probably. Next time. Yeah, we'll Um, figure it out. Next time on Dragon Ball Z. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So for two, um, so I'll be playing, and I'm also not playing a strings instrument, so this is just, this is just (laughs) wild. So I'll be playing clarinet, and Raven will be playing the cello. And um, we're going to drink more and then come back and perform this for you all. And part of this, Raven, you're going to be mad at me. Because like, oh, I could have no. easily fixed it or like made it look different. But I was like, this is what the actual piece is. That's fair. Um, and I want to stay true to it. Um, you're gonna be so mad at me. Okay, so, love it already. Stay tuned for that, listeners. Why did, Why I did say you it say like that, that like that? <laughs> I don't know, listeners. Um, <laughs> if I only had more of my drink, I could be like the current meme, and that's none of my business. Like, drinking <laughs> the tea, 
Because this is just like, literally tea. This is, this is just alcoholic sweet tea. That's honestly, it's like the fancy Campbell. That's that's when I'm fancy. Is that? <laughs> it's not like Miss Debutante herself. Excuse you, um, Madame Adelaide uh, Bonfamille um, from the that's Aristocats, which uh, which will be Raven's future. Um, that episode's not. That's the episode we recorded yesterday, y'all. We did. That's the episode that's not uh, coming stay, out until July, Campbell. <laughs> yeah, stay tuned for that for months. Um, yeah, burb. Okay, um, and we are back. Um, we haven't started playing yet like we normally do, but I did want to capture the reaction Raven has to, to the sheet what music? she to this sheet music. So let me share my screen and just like take a gander, Raven. Uh, I, um, I can um, I can play some of that. Yeah. It's it's like it's like that it's like that MTV uh a bit where how fucking dare you include Alto Clef in this? One, it's tenor cleft. So what's the fucking? I mean, there's a difference, but like, I mean, there's different. It's like okay, tenor clef listeners is the bane of my fucking existence. Alto is the bane of mine, but as a bassoonist, there is many a classical piece. Um, like, I think, like, for, like, Turndo, and, um, what was the song, uh, Dance, uh, Bacchanal, mm-hmm. specifically, I remember from high school, that I had to play a majority of it in tenor cleft. Tenor cleft is, like, if you took you can, you treble keep saying, cleft. You keep saying cleft, as in cleft chin. It's oh, cleft. I, I, like, I, yeah, I've been, I thought I was saying cleft. Yeah, it's clef. You keep saying you, clef. you you add a t at the end. Clef. Yes. My apologies. We've been drinking a lot. It's fine. Um, tenor clef. Yeah. Um, it was. It's basically if you take treble clef and like move it up like a whole like uh if you're because treble clef, um you know where like c is like in the staff mm-hmm. like uh. uh Face F A C E. Those are the spaces every, for treble Every good clef. boy deserves fudge. Yeah, yeah. Are the lines? You just move it. That like C in their staff from face. You move it to the next line, and that's how you read it. Wait. So C is now a line, not a space. C is now a line, not a space, which is also annoying because you that's didn't go so from a treble clef instrument. You went from a bass clef to. The next line for treble clef. That's how you read tenor clef. FD. It's only four notes that this piece is in tenor clef, but I had to keep it. Okay, okay. It's it's, so annoying. But I had to keep it the same. It's annoying because, like, it's unnecessary. It it could so easily be a bass clef. Tenor clef is unnecessary. Hot take. I mean, alto clef is unnecessary, so yeah. At me. Violas. Please, musicians at me. that I'll, listen to us. Yeah, violist at me. Your entire quest is unnecessary. Email us at boozicals at gmail.com or DM us at, at boozicals on Instagram if there is like if there is like a real like a reasonable explanation to have tenor clef as opposed to bass clef. I mean, it doesn't positions. exist, but like if we're you have very <laughs> okay, Raven, shut up. Uh, we're open. I Campbell mm. am open to learn. Mm. But yeah, okay, so we're, I just want to get this reaction, um, we're going to read over it, and when we come back, we're going to play to NMSE for String Trio, part one, for two. (laughs) 
think we stopped at the same time. Like, I think I was correct. Okay, cool. I mean, so I, now, I still missed some notes, but I was more correct than last time. I wouldn't be able to tell you. That's fair, because we were muted. Um, so now we're going to do A to B. Does that work for you? Yeah, I'm going to need some <laughs> But at B, or like after B, I guess, where it has the C and the F paired, um, I will not be able to play that, I don't think. Pick, pick yours. I I'll, sure. probably, this is, I'll probably this is do the C. physically what the music is, original sheet music from like the 1800s. This yeah. is what it says. I'll probably I do don't F actually know. because F is what I'm playing. Um, yeah, I think that will sound good with the notes that I'm playing. Yeah. Um, for you to be playing like uh, the the tonic key. Yeah. Look at that. I know shit. You know more than I do. Okay. Uh, let's try this. Let's do it. Okay, so we'll mute ourselves. Okay, so we're going to go A to B. not my best but it was keep... your worst i mean no that's still I, going to be it was a joke <laughs> i like, can't hear you i don't know what how you sounded yeah but no i um... think i sound good yeah that's okay we can go b to c i believe you um i sounded mediocre at best but yeah b to c ah uh, you want to do b to the end yeah i was gonna say because like that b to c is literally just one note for me yeah okay b to the end all right Let's go to the B E. Let's go to the end. Hey, say, say. Okay. Okay. Question: What is the octave of tenor clef? Because I would assume it's more similar to the octave of bass clef. But so, if if those were treble clef notes, and it, it would was... just be instead if it's on a space, it will be on the line below. No, 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 I get that. I get that. But so, if those were treble clef notes, I would be playing them an octave higher. Because they're treble clef. So my, my question is like. Oh, it's another time you play like a D. Okay. That's, that's yeah, it. that's high. That's high. Fuck. Yeah. But that's, that makes even less sense. Cause then that's like, that's like. Like I have to. That's yeah, like, that's it. Oh my God. Why? I guess okay. I guess this makes sense. Why Charles Hubert class. Hastings Perry? We sung your praises earlier, but screw Schubert? you, Schubert so Perry. Schubert Perry. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you you wanna you wanna do this again? That's gonna be so hard for me. Yeah, I'll try. Okay, yeah, let's do this. I'll mute myself. Okay, beat yeah, beat to the end.
yeah, so listeners, that was just that attempt at two NMSE for strings trio for two awkward part of, one. Awkward of word being attempt. <laughs> I think I think it sounded fine. This was the first time, um, like Raven and I like utilized using a like a visual metronome, so that we, as opposed to episode ten, where we were just like not together together because of Zoom lag. Mm-hmm. This was our solution to it, so hopefully it pays off. Hopefully. We'll see. Yeah, so that's it. This has been our happy hour special number two. There will be many of these every ten episodes. Hope you enjoyed listening us to us play. Um, I know that has been feedback I've gotten from a lot of people that they just they, they want to hear us. Um, so yeah, that, that was that. So I wonder if you still want to hear us. But anyway, with that... Um, if you want to support us, please donate um, to the organizations we're working with. We're starting with, and we'll continue to work with Education Through Music. Mm-hmm. Um, Raven, how can you find us? Campbell, you can find us in a myriad of ways. Uh, you can find us, obviously, on the big ones, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Pandora. Also on some lesser known ones like Stitcher, Um like iHeartRadio well, I is necessarily lesser known, um, but you can Apple. find us there too. Apple Podcasts. Um, generally, anywhere podcasts can be found, you can find us. Um, yeah, and then on top of that, like if there's a platform that you're listening on that allows for um, like rating and commenting, please do so. Um, you know, obviously we want to get you guys' feedback in general. It's been fairly positive from the people we've heard back from, but we would love to hear more. Um, you can comment or email us at boozicals at gmail.boozicals at gmail.com if you have a musical request or just anything you want to say back to us. Uh, you can also follow us on our Instagram at boozicals, um, for like photos about like our recording sessions, our insane photoshop images that campbell does that are absolutely amazing um and just more information about our podcast and now the musical education programs that we are partnering with and speaking of campbell yes where can you find education through music not only are are we asking you donate to education through music and supporting uh music education um in our children and our youths Um, but you should also follow their social media they can be found on twitter youtube instagram facebook linkedin um and it's all the same it's there it's like at etm online again that's at etm online um so yeah that's that's where you can find them um if you want to donate to us um Donate to us through them. That was mm-hmm. a weird way to say that. Again, um, it's in the link in our description, but that's uh, give.etmonline.org backslash musicals. And also, um, I just want to throw out yeah. there, obviously, if you are financially able to contribute, please do. But if you're not, if you're not in a place right now where you're able to financially contribute, even just showing support for musical education and the importance of that in schools is really critical. Um, there are a lot of areas and a lot of um, like local and state governments that like are looking to cut funding for arts education um, in their areas just because like a lot of people don't see it as important. So the more support that we can show for that um, and the more 
the greater we can demonstrate the importance of education in music and education through the arts for young children, um, the more likely we are to be able to maintain those programs. So even if you're not financially capable right now of, of you, you can contributing, share our please that share information. This. Exactly. Share information. We'll be regularly sharing um, the social media for ETM online. Education Absolutely. Music online. Um, so if you're not able to uh, definitely follow them, share their stuff. Um, there's a really a lot of really cool events that they do that we'll be like you know participating in throughout the year. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and we're just really excited for this partnership and to be able to like give back with our nonsense. <laughs> our nonsense is the correct word, indeed, Campbell. Yes. <laughs> um, so with that, um, we usually end this with rating a musical. So I don't know what to say now. So I'm going to say goodbye. <laughs> bye bye. Cue the music.